Alrighty, so I know I just recently uploaded an episode and I don't, or my first and second episode were really apart, but my first predictions were, uh, to say the least, very wrong. At least some of them were. So I'm just going to review it a little more. So, let's start off in the AFC North with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, actually, they don't change at all. They still go 14-2 and two, with their losses being the Ravens and the Titans. Moving on to the Ravens. I believe I had them losing an extra game, but... I have them going 13-3, and three, losing to Kansas City, Tennessee, and Pittsburgh. Moving on to Cincinnati, a change. Instead of my previous predictions, in which I had them going a record of... Let's see. What did I have them going? Load up. Mm. Uh, Them going seven and nine in my previous prediction. So I think they lose an extra game, which, or no, I add them going 5-11. and 11. They won an extra game. So here's the, here's the differences. So they still beat Los Angeles, still lose to Cleveland, still lose to Philly, still beat Jacksonville. So... The first six weeks are the same. However, I think they beat Cleveland at home. They still lose the ten. They still lose the Tennessee at home. They still lose the Pittsburgh on the road. Except this time, they beat Washington on the road. They so still beat New York. Still beat Miami. But they lose to Baltimore to finish the year 6-10. and ten. Moving on to the Browns, who in my previous prediction I had going 7-9. and nine. As in this one, I have them going 5-11. and 11. So... Actually, hmm. Hmm. yeah, five and eleven. While they could do better, depends on Baker. I, I'm, I don't think Baker's that good though. So they still lose to the Ravens. So. 
Yeah, same thing. The first six games are the same, except now they're losing to Cincinnati, and they're losing to Las Vegas. They still beat Houston. They still lose to Philly, still beat Jacksonville. And then everything else is the same. It's just those few games. Yeah. It's just those two losses that they had that got switched. Tennessee, I believe, yeah, nothing changed with them. Yeah, nothing changed with them. They still lose to the same teams. Indianapolis also same exact thing. They still go eight and eight. Except they beat Houston both times and lose to New York. Or no, they beat New York and lose to Houston once. Moving on to Houston. They lose an extra game. That game is... They... Okay, so it's a little bit different. So, they're now losing to Minnesota, beating Indiana, losing to Detroit. And those are really the only switches. Jacksonville is now going 2-14. and 14. I think... What did I have their one win as? I had their one win previously against Chicago. I think they beat Detroit, though. And you know what? I'm just going to start. I'm not going to say the games. I'm just going to say what they go. So, now... Moving on to the east. So, Buffalo now goes 10 and 6 and takes the division rather than going 9 and 7 and just barely slipping into the playoffs. Miami still goes 10 and 6, but this time takes the number 6 seed instead of the number. I believe four seed, yeah. Oh, and also, so, no switcher. So, then the Jets still go seven and nine. Patriots go 13 and three, though. Moving on to Kansas City, they win an extra game and take the number one seed. Denver. I think goes nine and seven, takes a number seven seed rather than the number seven seed being Buffalo. And also 
Vegas is now out of the playoffs with an 8-8 eight and eight instead of a 10-6. and six. Los Angeles, rather than going 5-11, goes 4-12. and 12. Then, moving on to the NFC, starting with the North. So... Minnesota now going now going twelve and four instead of eleven and five. Green Bay still going ten and six. However, they still going ten and six. However, they're now the number five seed compared to originally being the number seven seed. Detroit now goes five and eleven, not seven and nine. Detroit still goes one and fifteen. Moving on to the south, New Orleans still goes twelve and four. Tampa Bay still goes eight and eight. But Carolina and Atlanta both go. Seven and nine. Moving on to the East. Eagles still go ten and six, take the number four seed. But Dallas now goes nine and seven compared to seven and nine and make the playoffs. The New York Giants, rather than going five and eleven. Go six and ten. Washington, rather than going five and eleven, go twelve and four and get the number three pick. Most likely. I don't know. I'll have to check. San Francisco. I believe. Yeah, San Francisco still goes thirteen and three. But now Arizona goes eight and eight, missing the playoffs. And Seattle goes nine and seven rather than ten and six, but still make the playoffs. The seeds are in the AFC number one, Chiefs, number two, Steelers, number three, Titans, number four, Bills, number five, Ravens, number six, Dolphins, number seven, Broncos. On the other side, Niners are number one. New Orleans, number two, Minnesota, number three, Philadelphia, number four, Green Bay, five, Seattle, six, Dallas, seven. On the AFC side, Pittsburgh beats Denver, Tennessee beats Miami, and Baltimore beats Buffalo. On the NFC side, New Orleans beats Dallas, Seattle beats Minnesota, Philadelphia beats Green Bay. Moving on to the divisional round. KC beats Baltimore. Pittsburgh beats Tennessee. San Francisco beats Seattle. New Orleans beats Philadelphia. In the conference round. Pittsburgh beats KC. San Francisco beats New Orleans. And in the Super Bowl, Pittsburgh beats San Francisco. And there is a reason that I switched this up a little. 
I don't think Cincinnati goes. Well, actually, I think yeah, Cincinnati got a little better. I know there were a couple of teams who I switched up because it just didn't make sense their record. Yes, yeah, so the draft order is Bears 1, Jaguars 2, Redskins 3, Patriots 4, Chargers 5, Lions 6, Rams 7, Browns 8, Giants 9, Texans 10, Bengals 11, Panthers 12, Jets 13, Falcons 14, Fal or Chargers 16, 15, no, Cardinals 15, Colts 16, Tampa Bay 17, Vegas 18, Cowboys 19, Broncos 20, Dolphins 21, Packers 22, Bills 23, Vikings 24, Seattle 25, Philadelphia 26, Tennessee 27, Ravens 28, Saints 29, Chiefs 30, San Francisco 31, Pittsburgh 32. And keep in mind, if there were any trades between picks, it will not be listed. But if you know that a certain team has another team's pick, just switch in whatever pick I said with that team. <laughs> so moving away from football for a little bit, so... Ohio just got hit by almost like a miniature hurricane. And so many trees got knocked down in my town that, like, so many roads were blocked off. Power was out everywhere. And it was just madness. And to all the workers, well, all those tree companies, like all the tree service companies, and all the people that, you know, helped after that crazy storm, I would just like to give a thank you. And, yeah, it was just a crazy storm, and I would just like to say thank you. So, back to football. So, yeah, so, yeah, football has been up for a little while. No huge news related to the Steelers. I mean, Matt fell. How is it pronounced? Google Translate. I need you. Alrighty, so.
How is it spelled? S E I L E R. No, I need it in English. Filer. Filer. So, Matt Filer. If I'm pronouncing his name wrong, sue me. Mike Hilton and Matt Filer did sign their RFA tender. Yeah. Season is like two months away, a little bit. Yeah, it's crazy. This year has been crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any news in the college football world? And by that, I mean Ohio State. Um, yeah, not much news. And, oh, actually, I do have something <laughs> I was forgetting to talk about really anything, and Ohio State's new recruits, and they are some good players. Ohio State top five. So... So, so our top five guys, G. Scott, C.J. Stroud, Jackson Smith, and Jibba, if I'm, I'm definitely pronouncing that name wrong, Paris Johnson, and Julian Fleming. These guys are insane. So... First, I want to talk a little bit about G. Scott, a junior. <laughs> G. Scott, junior. He is from... How? He's from Eastside Catholic High School. He is six foot, six foot two and a half inches, 207 pounds. He's a four star recruit. And let's just watch some highlights. Uh. So, this one is their game from, I'm guessing, 
Dea High School. What a catch. Like, this dude is super talented. How is he not a five-star? Like, he just knows how to get away from a defender and make a great catch. One of his other highlights, I believe, also versus... Yeah. Also, or no, this one's versus a different team, but... This dude can make some great catches. And he's an insane player. And he honestly trying to think of, you know, the type of player to compare him to. And, hmm. Oh, around his height. Yeah, that actually makes sense. He's sort of like a Des Bryant. Yeah. He's very talented. And he's just very talented. So, yeah, he's got great hands. Like, this kid knows how to get open and make some amazing plays. Like, I don't know. He's in that height range of Des Bryant. But he's got the catching abilities, I mean, of Des Bryant, but that's speed. It's not really like Des Bryant level speed. It's much faster. But this dude ha knows how to get to the ball and make amazing catches. He's got pretty good speed on field. He knows how to... He's a big dude. He can jump. Has great hands. And he's just all around a very talented dude. Like, his quarterback, who his quarterback was just as talented as him. Oop, oop, nope. Can't have copyrights. Yes. He's big, he's strong, and he's fast. Moving on to CJ Stroud. It's literally Justin Field. He's literally like, that's his exact comparison. It's Justin Fields. He can run like Justin Fields. He has a cannon like Justin Fields. Like... There's no other way to describe it. He's literally Justin Fields. I mean, it it's like Justin Fields if you quadrupled his arm strength. Like, this kid has some crazy arm strength. 
So there's this one play he had where he literally fell down. Let's see. Yeah, he got sacked. He was getting sacked, was going to the ground, had enough arm strength to get the throw off. That doesn't happen with a normal guy. Like, he can go from the back of the end zone all the way to, like, the 30-yard line. That's, like, let's see. Yeah, that's, like, a 50-yard throw. Like, he's a very talented quarterback. There's no other way to put it except literally Justin Fields. Moving on to Jackson Smith. No. Jackson Smith and Jibba. I definitely am butchering his name. But he's a very talented uh, wide out. He sort of reminds me of like Paris Campbell. He's very fast. Also, very good hands. And he can make moves. He's just all around another very good player. Like, he is out of the top three, five stars. Though he is the lowest, he is very talented. Like... There's this one play he had that I'm watching right now. He took a screen to the house. That doesn't just happen. You have to have speed. And, yeah, speed, really. Speed and the ability to break away from defenders, which he does really well. Like, he gets away, and he's gone. There. Like, he reminds me a lot of Paris Campbell. He's very fast. Great hands. They ran Wildcat at his school, and this dude could run, too. He has great sight. He can move side to side really well. And like I said, he's ridiculously fast. Like... It's crazy. Yeah, so... He's just very talented. Great speed. Another wildcat play. Yeah, this dude is just like... He's like... Paris... Paris Campbell? If Paris Campbell had the speed of Tyreek Hill. That's... The only way you can describe Jackson. Moving on to Paris Johnson Jr. He is a big man, 6'7", 290. He's a five-star recruit. He is, I believe, the best offensive tackle. Yeah, recruiting. Like... 
I believe he was just a crazy all-around player. I mean, let's get this up. 2020. So, it's 2020. Yeah, Julian Fleming, the number three player who we will cover in a little bit. He is the best wide receiver in the country. And also, Paris Johnson, yeah, he is the best offensive tackle in the country. So, you know I am pumped up about that. Yes, this dude, great lineman. And he's a, like I said, he's a big dude. And he, great blocker. He opens up holes and doesn't leave them. Like, if he opens up a hole, it's an open hole. Like, there's no other way to describe it other than it's a great lineman. And he likes to run people over. <laughs> yeah. He is a very talented, like, very talented. He's the number one lineman in the country. So, yeah. Number one. Yeah, I believe he's the number one. Like, not just the number one offensive tackle, but the number one lineman in the country. Let's see. Yeah, the best offensive lineman in the country. Sorry. Audio got a wee bit screwed up there. Apologies about that. But yes, this dude is such a talented offensive lineman. Like, it's just insane. He's really good at what he does. Alrighty, so moving on to Julian Fleming. No way this guy, A, doesn't crack the starting lineup. B, he might even take Garrett Wilson's job at punt returner. Like, he is a crazy dude. He's got great speed. Can be physical. Great lateral movement. And... Like I said, he does punt returns, so Garrett Wilson better watch out. Otherwise, he's, otherwise, uh, Julian Fleming, the young buck, will take his job. <laughs> yes, like, this kid is insane. Like, it's just crazy like the dude does punt returns he's just an all around very talented athlete he's got great speed great hands great size he's third best recruit in the country so yeah Definitely cracks the starting lineup, I'm sure. 
Like, no way, he doesn't. He's just an all-round, really talented athlete. He's got great speed. And I know I'm repeating myself, but he's just super good. And, yeah. There's no other way to put it. He's just really good at what he does. There's just no other way to put it. Like, I'm watching his film, and he is insane. Like, there's just no other way to put it. I'm repeating myself because of how good he is. But, yeah. He is an all-star talent. And, yeah. And this is going to be a rather short... I say short just because of how short the... Or how long the NCAA one is. This one's definitely not going to be that long. But, yeah. Not much. Like, yeah. And I legitimately actually agree with John Harbaugh or Harbaugh on this one. The NFL safety guidelines are, in a way, humanly impossible. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually agreeing with John Harbaugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not really much to talk about. Like, yeah. I think that's all for now. Goodbye.